Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. I said my name with a little bit of a different cadence. A this little week. pizzazz, even? Maybe. Would we, would we go so far as to call it pizzazz? Um, today, we are going to be recapping episode eight. Nine. Oh my God, episode nine. We're just flying through the series. We are just flying JK. through. Um, episode nine of the Pretty Little Liars called. What the heck? I was not oh, prepared. the perfect a perfect storm. I'm getting too comfy. The perfect, the perfect storm. Storm. The perfect storm, which is this a is actually personal favorite. Of no, of for real. I know that I said that like last episode was my favorite episode of the season, but I was referring to this episode. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't love last week's. Episode. Yeah, it was boring. But we needed it for this. Lots episode. and lots of exposition, but this this episode for sure makes up for it. I'm pumped about. It's that. one of those episodes. I feel like all TV shows have an episode. Like, at least in a season, or, like, at least just an episode where all the characters, all the main characters are trapped in one place. Like, if you think about the episode of Victorious, where they're all trapped in that bus for, like, an entire episode. There's a whole episode where they also just, like, have, like, flashbacks the whole time. And it's, like, the whole episode is just flashbacks. I actually hate episodes like that. I do, too. And also, I hate when shows do, like, the singing episode. Ugh, Riverdale. Grey's Anatomy actually, actually... It was like violent that Grey's Anatomy did that. Like that was like it's just not necessary. No, I, did you no, get to the point? No, no, I'm not done. Oh. Grey's Anatomy should never have like broken the fourth wall and been like, yes, we're on a TV show because you know what makes me know nothing is real when you guys start fucking singing, like. That is the thing that does it for Caroline. That like I am like so hooked. I'm so. I'm so with you, you know, I'm with the actors. I'm like, right. I'm, I'm following it. I'm lost in the story. Uh-huh. And then they start like, do da do. And it's like, <laughs> okay, and you lost me. And you so have like, me and you lost me. It's like when you watched Vampire Diaries, no singing episode in that show, you were like, man, this is like a docuseries type show. I was like, I'm watching a nonfiction show. Right. I uh-huh. mean, yeah. It's like reality TV. I, yeah. did you get to the point of Pretty Little Liars? Did you watch the noir episode? I don't know. You're going to hate it. I can already tell you. It's Great. not. They don't sing. I'm actually sick that day, though, so you're going to have to bring my sub in. <laughs> actually, Phoebe's just going to do it by yourself. Oh, my can God. you imagine? Lucky you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> Good fucking luck. It's going to be so easy to edit. Fucking luck. You need me. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we are actually just talking about how excited we are for the spinoff. Is it um, called Pretty Little Liars Original Sin? I don't know what it's called. I also don't remember saying I was excited for it. I remember bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, no, no offense to the actors and actress actresses that are involved. Mm-hmm. I am just not stoked. And I think it's because The Perfectionists was lackluster. Wait, and then there was also Ravenswood. Oh, don't even. I didn't watch it, but. No, talk about something taking you out of the story. Obviously, Pretty Little Liars is one of the most realistic shows. Then they have like ghosts. Ever made. But yeah. yeah, this show really played into the idea of ghosts. Well, so does, I mean, Pretty Little Liars has ghosts too. No, it doesn't. Maya? We've literally been saying this for weeks. <laughs> okay? Okay, that's fair. My okay. God. Okay, like, yes. If you believe in something, fucking just like <laughs> show up for it, okay? <laughs> My God. Okay, but in uh, the actual context of the show, not what we know to be true, but what they're displaying to us, there aren't ghosts. There's not a supernatural element to it. Okay. There isn't. I just feel like I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. I just feel like that. So, long story short, I hated both spinoffs that they've already tried to do. Look, 
already know it's gonna be it's gonna be bad and we're not gonna like it you know (laughs) um because at the same time it's like and I don't know when everyone else will learn this but it's like we don't need to do the same thing two times it's actually the definition of insanity is repeating (laughs) the same thing over and over and expecting different outcomes and that's what they're doing with these fucking no, TV shows. No, true. it is what they're. I thought you were about to disagree with me, and I oh. was like ready to go to war. It <laughs> is true. It's like just be creative. Like come up with a new idea. And if you can't come up with a new idea, go hire the billions of millennials who want to work for you, and they'll write your new ideas. But like, don't just keep trying to remake right. something because every time you do it, it loses a little bit of quality. But like, I just know that if I were forty-five years old and a new version came out. I'd be excited. And, like, if I had, like, daughters, it'd be so cute and fun. But now I'm just irritated. Okay. Well, literally, like, our job is talking about this <laughs> series, and you're really going to shit on the franchise like this? No. Marlene. We I don't will even, be watching wait a second. Marlene's our boss. <laughs> yeah. Can you do me a favor real quick? I don't. My phone's not with me. Can you Google if Marlene King is part of the new the new show? Because that will actually really determine how I feel about it. For the best, for the, for better or for worse, I'm not sure. The OG PLL fans are the most passionate, loving, and loyal in the universe. 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 In the universe. Thank you for all of your support. We are family forever. I love you. Is that a Marlene That's a quote? reaction. That's a tweet. Yeah, that's a reaction to hearing about it, which makes me think she's not part of it. Marlene, did they oust you? Well, probably for that fucking ending. No offense, girl. What the hell? Uh, well, that's upsetting. Anyway, I'm sure we'll watch. We're going to have to. But Marlene actually has nothing to do with the series. <gasps> and it's being brought to HBO. Here's all I need to know. It's being brought to HBO Max by a Riverdale showrunner. Thumbs so, down. Thumbs down. That it's kind of giving, sums it up. It's giving Gossip Girl reboot. It is, which oh I God. was not like a fan of it. Clyde, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. my friend was. Um, well, so, I yeah. guess we should start talking about the show. I guess. Um, so this week's episode, like we said, is called The Perfect Storm, and, um, before we get into that, Caroline is gonna give us a quick little summary of last week's episode. Let's rock and roll. Buckle up. Buckle up. Last week's episode, please do talk about me when you're gone. It was all about Allie's memorial, um, and they were making this bird bath with these little figurines of girls dancing on it and a pretty little, you know, corner in the square tiles. So that's Memorial. Jason, Allie's brother, comes into town for this and he wants to kind of push the investigation along. Um, So he's kind of breathing down Wilden's back and maybe he'll actually get something done. Hannah's mom ends up telling her that they don't have any money. They need to kind of tighten their belts and and figure it out. And so Hannah decides she's going to sell some of her stuff and she has Lucas help her do that. So she sells a bunch of designer bags and she gets all this money from it. And then she buys like a shitload of produce to fill the fridge, which is going to go back. It's just not a wise decision when grocery shopping. Just keep that in mind for the future, all of you. Noel and Aria actually hang out with Sean and Hannah. They're going to the Band of Horses concert. And Aria is so rude. It's actually out of this world how rude she is to Noel um, but he's somehow like not taking over an answer we find out that Jenna is actually going to be speaking at the memorial and the girls are super wigged out so Spencer like threatens her in the library and we realize that Allie's trying to make Spencer look guilty so Allie actually told her brother told Jenna that Spencer is the one who threw the you know 
whatever it was and the explosive into the shed and blinded Jenna. So um, Jenna is kind of pointing fingers like, is that why you killed her? So there, there's a lot of suspicion around Spencer in this episode. Her threatening Jenna in the library certainly does not help that. Um, but Jenna does end up speaking at the memorial. And she's really nice. And she talks about how strong Allie was and how her strength was like so powerful. So that was a shock of the freaking century. And at the very end of the episode, we are not sure if it's an A scene or not, but the memorial is actually smashed to bits. Um, It's raining and it's dark and it's aggressively being smashed with a shovel. It's very dramatic. So that is what you missed. Let's get into episode nine. SAT prep, ladies. And this, I think, is actually the first time Hannah has even opened her SAT prep book. She probably doesn't actually even have one. She's it's, just using Spencer's. She says something quite damning, like one of the first lines of the episode. She goes, I mean, seriously, how many words <laughs> do they expect you to learn in one night? It's like, okay, some of us have like been studying with a tutor. <laughs> some of us are in SAT prep classes, Hannah. Literally, I was very lucky when I took the SAT they had already taken the vocab section out see that's wild so like oh we didn't have to do this but, like I remember watching this episode when I was in like middle school and being like oh my god the yeah SAT. like getting stressed about it like, getting stressed about it as, like, as a yeah. 13 year old but Hannah's obviously not that stressed she's no. also not studying now she's like <laughs> reading them words and and Aria and Spencer are saying no she's not even reading them it's just it's basically just Spencer and Aria studying Hannah's like kind of like filling out practice tests it looks like and eating yes and 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 (laughs) on that thought leave it to aria Aria, i like she never ceases to amaze me she never fails to be such a raging bitch (laughs) hannah is eating what pizza or something no it's Um, like literally she's eating like singular pieces of pasta it's like bow tie pasta and aria goes can't believe you're still eating that or why are you still eating that and Hannah's like, Hannah just, it bounces right, right. off of her. She's so like but over like, it. Like, Aria, are you kidding me? Also, like, that would be rude to say if you didn't know that Hannah, Hannah used to literally be called Hefty Hannah. But like, you don't think she has deep seated like food insecurities because of that? She has to. And you know what? It gets worse. Because oh my God, it gets worse. The, okay. So the girls quickly like kind of start interrogating Spencer about Alex because Hannah was continuing to like pester Arya about Noel so they switch the subject to Alex and Spencer's like it's going like so good she's like so coy for she's like it's good. like it's she like wants to be is bad. he dead I hate this shit she's like it's good it's so good <laughs> it's just too much it's and so much Spencer Arya like goes over to Hannah and they act like parents and Arya's like so when can we call him the boyfriend i hate that i do too when people are like oh my god is he the boyfriend i hate Shut like up. jargon <laughs> i hate jargon me too in television I, ha- shows specifically. I actually have a list on my phone of like words that i loathe oh wow i there are so many words that i hear or like just ways people say things that i'm just like ugh. that's like so weird I also have a, if this makes anybody feel better i have a list of words and phrases i love also on my phone you Phoebe K. Connell, you made so much fun of me for how I used to be when I was like <laughs> Aria. And okay, so I was 18, freshly out of high school. Which means I was 12. Mm-hmm. And we Ish. were like <laughs> in a band. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which this- I just had to say after everyone knows you were 12 and I was yeah. 18. Yeah. And also I was doing it because I was gun to my head, forced to do it by our family who was like, it's good sister time. Literally. So. Anyway, no, so this girl had gotten us, like, paid gigs at, like, grad parties and things. 
Um, but so we were practicing and like this guy like comes down to the area and afterwards he's like talking to us and I'm like, he's so cute. He's so cute. And he was taking a bath and heard the music and got out of the bath and came down to the block party to hear the music. And I like was flirting with him and I left and I texted my friend who was still there and I was like, hey, like if he wants my number here, give it to him. She gives him my number and he texts me and he asks me on a date and he asks me what my favorite word is. And Phoebe ripped me apart for that because I was like swooning over this. I was like about to go be an English major at school. Like I was like, there's nothing hotter. And he was like 22, which is so bizarre to me now. Like at the time I was like, oh my God, I must. I was so Ari. I was like, I must be so mature. Like if he likes me. No, it's actually like weird. You should be worried if a 22 year old is interested in an 18 year old who was in high school like two weeks ago. Yeah. You should actually like that's a red flag. I want you all to know. And so it's just such a maturity difference. And when you're 18, you don't realize it. You don't because you're like, you think you're so much more mature than you are. And then like you get to be, you know, a senior in college or whatever. And you're like, oh my God, I could literally never date an 18 year old. And I think it's weird that anyone was interested in me when I was 18 and they were like about to go be an adult. Weird. Like it's odd. Weird behavior, sir. But anyway, so Hannah's like, well, I want to hear about you, Aria. And like, I don't know why you won't give Noel a chance. He was hugging you. He didn't want to let go. And Aria, again, the dagger. She's like, can you just drop it? <laughs> oh, my God, Aria. Like, this is what She's friends your friend. talk about. You're grilling Spencer. Yeah. But it's like so, and it's, Aria, you can just, like, be nice. You could literally just be nice about it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like him, but you're going to be nice. And so she tells Hannah, like, I'm really only looking for a friend and Hannah's like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you be with somebody real who you can scratch and sniff? <laughs> I can't with these lines. What? Um, what the hell? What Hannah? do you think that means in Hannah's mind? Like, when she says the word <laughs> scratch and sniff, what do you think what? is, like, the mental image? Because I can tell you, I've never, like, scratched and sniffed Anthony. Or anyone. I just think she's, like, you can touch him. Yeah. Like, in, like in the real world. and It's not, such like, a strange a, thing to through say. Through telephone. Such a strange thing to say. Yeah, well, it's Pretty Little Liar, so let's just overlook. All the because writing, yeah. actually, Mrs. Hastings is about to say something worse. Oh, my God. Than that's actually anybody said. A stupid show. Wow. Oh, my so God. So they're talking about Alex. Mrs. Hastings, back from the dead, acts like she has, like, not been in another universe for the past she's like, seven episodes. She walks in. She's like, oh, just playing tennis at the club this whole time. But she's, what? like, exasperated still. Yes. She walks in, she's like, oh, Always. But I think it's like maybe raining. Oh, it is raining. Yes. Because this is after the memorial. Yes. And the rain's going to actually get so much worse. Oh, yes, actually, it is. I love Mrs. Hastings in this episode. I do, too. She's a queen. I know. Our mom. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting way sorry, ahead of sorry, ourselves. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, anytime a mom is likable, we're like, our mom. It actually took me up until this point to realize that Emily's not there because... Mrs. Hastings walks in and Spencer's like, do you want a piece of garlic bread? And she's like, oh, I miss food or something. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. She's like, I'm not, I I eat some butter for me. So I guess she's on a diet, which this whole scene, God, we're just being really, we're using really dangerous language. And I was like, I don't fucking care. I'll eat this pasta from the garbage can. Yeah. Who (laughs) cares? Actually good for you, Hannah. Yeah. Good for you. Love you, girl. That tells me she does have a healthy relationship with food now, honestly. She's getting there. Um, And so she asked, where's Emily? And that's when I realized Emily's actually not here. Where the fuck would Emily be? Huh. So weird. It's not a good look when we do see Emily because it's, storming and the last thing we saw from the memorial was it being bashed in 
And and Emily, and Emily looks guilty. She's covered in mud, Co- like, soaking wet. Like okay, let's just paint the picture. She is covered, covered in, in mud. mud, like her face. Well, and this guy, so she's got like dirt under her nails. She's got mud on her arms, her legs. She's literally soaking wet because it's pouring. She's, she's like, dripping. I'm like, I know you track shit through the house. Well, we we definitely know she did because she sits on the bed. Oh and we can my actually, god! When she, I'm like, no, 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 we no, can no, no. see the mud being smeared on her comforter. Girl, are you gonna oh get in that god. bed tonight? Oh my god! When she sits in the bed, I'm like, what? Nothing more insane than that could happen in this episode. That is actually change. the craziest thing I've seen You are thus for far. sure home to change. Oh, my Just God. Just change first. Get in the shower immediately. Literally, get in the shower immediately. She, But she has to sit in the bed because she gets a text, and she needs to read the text. Right, so she has to be sitting. And the text is from A. The text says, there's only so much you can do, M. You're not done with me yet. So are we to believe that Emily was behind the destruction of the memorial? Seems unlike her. Like, actually, she called it a safe space last episode, so yeah. probably she was not like, her. Oh, she was like, when you're there, you should think of Allie. So it's like, how mad was she at Allie that if she was there and she was thinking about like, Allie, she smashed it? For, and something tells me... she mad enough to kill Allie? Something tells me we're not the only ones having this thought process, and we might revisit later in the episode. So our favorite part of the episode is beginning now. Rock and roll. Um, you are into saying rock and roll today. I ha- it's honestly like such a bad habit. I say it all the fucking time. It's just so like annoying. a fucking rock and roll kind of day. It, kind of like a month. I don't know when I started saying it, why I started saying it. It's so annoying. I think I know. <gasps> Catherine Cohen. I already have a jump scare this early in the episode, and it is Mrs. Hastings walking them into the school for SATs. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say her scarf. No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> But but now it seems like we should mention it. <laughs> it's bright white. It's but essentially a, like a scarf maybe a priest would wear. Perhaps, perhaps. Is she not like the least likely parent in your mind to walk the girls into the school for SAT prep? She's like, or for the SAT. She's like. Yes and no. Because it kind well, I just think it's weird that like Arya and Hannah are also there. Because that, like the idea of there being a full carpool. Well, I think situ- they slept over. But, like, why? Do they not have their licenses yet? I don't understand. But we know that Arya has her license. <laughs> and Hannah oh, weirdly has hers. Actually, we're pretty sure Emily has hers, too. Oh, we know Emily has hers. Spencer. Spencer. No, actually, I bet you Spencer was, like, 14, 15. Her mom was like, God, Spencer, can you just drive to go, go to the grocery store? And Spencer's <laughs> like... Mom, I'm 14. I can't drive. And she's like, that's just like an arbitrary rule. Like, just get in the car, figure it out, go just do it. If you get caught, call me. Tell them you're a hasty. Literally. She's like, okay, look, I understand, you know, driving age, whatever. She's just going to start driving now, actually. <laughs> this is really inconvenient for us that she would not be able to drive. She's mature enough. She's independent enough. That's how we raised her. So are we done here? That's how I picture Mrs. Hastings having that conversation. I think that was perfect. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I do think that with the SAT situation, I wouldn't, if, this brings me to another question I have about the scene. Because I don't think she's likely to walk them in to the SAT without there being probable cause for it being canceled or for there being a need for it to be canceled because Mrs. Hastings is a Karen. I do, however, 
I don't understand really why we think the SAT would be canceled. I, th- this is what I was Because it's indoors. Say. Well, but also, well, because the power, that's why. It seems and like if people weird. can't get there and get home. Whatever. That's, like, Phoebe, when she has been proven wrong, she's like, it's just we- whatever. <laughs> it's just whatever. Okay, it's like, go back and listen to all the episodes. You'll see. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, I wrote down in my notes I'm sorry. It's just a storm. You're acting like you don't live in Pennsylvania where it yeah. storms literally no, every I mean, day. I think, is that I've like it rained probably every time I had an SAT or an ACT. Yeah. And like was thundering. Yes. And that's essentially and the what power they've flickered described. And they're like, if the power goes out, hope you've been eating your carrots. Like we're not we're not canceling. So they walk in and Spencer is like so irritated that her mom walked them in, which makes sense to me anyway. But we realize why she's so irritated. It's because Alex is also taking the SAT at the school. And she says it in the, she says this thing in the same way she says it in the kitchen of like now you know why I didn't yeah. order my mom to walk me in. Or like last night when they were sitting at the kitchen table, she was like, now Don't. you know why I didn't want my mom to know. Literally. It's, it's, why do you think I wanted to stop talking about like Alex? She can't stop talking about it. It's like, Spencer, it's you're making it like a bigger deal than it is, I think. Especially you just need because to cool it. when she sees Alex, when they all walk in, they fully start they make, making make out. out the only reason spencer didn't want her mom there is because she wanted to like lose her virginity <laughs> right before she took the sat that's the energy she is coming into the scene with and meeting alex with and they're making out and hannah and ari are like um uh, oh my god uh, uh, spence spence incoming because i think it's like incoming veronica seems she didn't leave she's been three she, feet from she you the whole was time. right there actually facing you <laughs> And just because you had your back turned, Spencer, she still would probably recognize the the head bobbing. It's like, oh, is Spencer making out with someone? Are those a man's hands wrapped around Spencer's waist? Like, I'm looking directly at her. Anyway, Spencer's mom comes back over. They're talking. Um, and Spencer's like, oh, um, mom, this is Alex, and introduces them. And Mrs. Hastings acts like she's Maya for a moment, like she's looking at a ghost. <laughs> She has this moment of like, there are like three stages of this reaction. She sees him, she's a register, then she's like, I know him. And then she's like, oh. And as the audience and as the girls, we don't know why this interaction is happening. And it's more weird on Mrs. Hastings' behalf, but there is like also a weird energy from Alex because before he leaves, he goes, it was nice seeing you. I mean, meeting you. And it's like, why are we being weird? Yeah, we it's all like, know it's okay. that you know from the club. Right, like, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I don't know why too. you're you're making it so much worse than it would be if you were just like, it's yeah. good seeing you. Like I fucking valet your car right. every week. The two of them the two of them honestly made it awkward. Fumble. You guys actually made it awkward, so so anyway, Mrs. Hastings is like, Well, call me if anything happens on Sawmill Boulevard or whatever, which, which is actually is a street wild. in Pittsburgh. There's a, apparently a tree down and there's like a huge police presence. And we hear the <laughs> eerie voice of Detective Wilden say, wasn't because of the tree. Insane. Detective Wilden. Detective Wilden says it wasn't because of the tree. Why are we acting like this? He, the, the blocking of the show is so unlike anything that would ever happen in a real so, situation. It's so melodramatic. He's leaning up against the Literally, locker. It's like, wasn't because of the tree. Starts slowly like doing a runway walk. It up like to them. becomes an episode of like Law and Order. Like, yes, I don't it does. Hundred percent. And I'm also wondering why are you at the school though? Because if that's true and there's a big police presence over, there, why, aren't why are you, you there? there? Why are you so sure that like the SAT, the proctored exam, is the place where you're gonna like crack the case? Like I'm confused. Well, he does because he's fucking stalking these girls. He like already the issue with Wilden among 
everything is specifically that he has the tendency of like just he gets his gut reaction of who he thinks it is and that's who it is like he knows who he thinks did this are you saying that's who it actually is or that's who like he's just like he's like decide like toby he's like it's toby with this he's about to decide it's emily is like who he thinks did it he either thinks it's emily or he thinks emily is hiding toby so we see emily she's arrived she's a little bit late she's a little bit flustered she's putting things in her locker Detective Wilden comes up. He's like, still no word from Toby. She's like, no, I haven't heard from him. And we find out that he's still around because he was seen at the gas station off the interstate. And so Detective Wilden's like, so he's still with us, meaning alive. He's not dead. And Emily's like, well, I don't know where he is and blah, blah. And so Detective Wilden mentions, well, Allie's memorial was like broken up last night. And he looks down at Emily's feet. Why did... Why didn't you wear another pair of shoes, Emily? She only has one. Do you only have one pair of shoes, really? Because you're a swimmer and you don't need shoes to, to swim? Well, she wasn't going to... And it's your whole personality? <sighs> you don't need shoes to swim? No, Caroline, you don't. Actually, she does have other shoes. Those horrible sandals we <laughs> talked about. It's raining. She's wearing these white sneakers that are literally caked with mud, just like she was last night. And I'm sorry, like, I don't believe that Pam Field saw you leave the house this morning and was like, Emily, you need to clean... Like, didn't say clean your shoes. Or wear a different pair of shoes. That's so fair. She walked. Well, she was late. Through so the maybe home. she was just like running. I but guess. But honestly, I bet you she left and Pam was like, oh my God, she's out the door. And then realized that she had been like tracking mud all through the house. They'll have a talk about it later. They'll I'm sure. definitely. Emily's going to get a talking to for sure. Um, it's going to be a tough day for Emily, though. So yeah, she better strap in. That's true. But these shoes are, are pretty incriminating. You know, that paired with the scene we saw last night, it's like, Emily, what's going on? Definitely. Emily's like, if I see Toby, I'll let you know, or I don't know where Toby is. And Detective Wilden goes, well, are you sure he isn't in your basement? That I thought was a really weird line. Is it because he thinks Emily is like hiding Toby in the basement and that Toby maybe did do this, but Emily like was an accessory to the crime? The delivery is so weird. Like Emily's fully like already eight feet away from him and he goes, be sure to check your basement. Like to himself, he says that. Like what? Okay, like why? You check her basement. Yeah, (laughs) you're the police officer. Yeah, buddy, you don't care about warrants. Go do your job. Stop being in school. Go do your job. Stop Stop trying to relive your glory days at school. I know that's why you're here. All right, so we move over to the library, which is, I guess, like the holding room for the SAT where all the kids are. Which is one of my questions. I just like when you like sign in, show your ID, go straight to the room where you're taking your test. I don't know why we're all having to... I wonder if Maybe it's because they're, the like, storm? still deciding. They're, like, are they that's haven't fair. fully decided. No, and they and yeah. they don't have all their proctors, which we're about to learn. So yes. they're waiting for people to get in. And probably people are late. Like, yeah. yeah. So that it does make a little bit of sense. They're corralling all the students in the library. And they're talking about, you know, the girls have just learned that Allie's memorial was destroyed. Which also, can you imagine for them, like, anything worse than hearing that right before you're taking the SAT? Well, like, sucks. How are you supposed to think about anything else and why are they i feel like they could be a little more distraught about it yeah but i think also they're like they i think that part of their coping is like they immediately go into solving mode yes i think so too. of like who could have done this how is it connected a like all this yeah stuff. it's less like sad to them and more like oh fuck because they're also being screwed with by a so they definitely think it is a and they're like you know it, it becomes more about like less about like how could they destroy the memorial and more like oh my god what's gonna happen to us next you right. know but spencer says a line and like when she says these lines it's just so funny to me but also pretty harsh she goes 
Toby just had to kill Allie all over again. Unreal. Oh and like, God. again, with like, we're supposed to think that Spencer is the smart one and like Hannah's the dumb one yeah, of the group. And I but think Hannah, that less and less. Hannah is consistently the most rational of all of the yes. girls because Spencer says that and Hannah immediately is like, well, we don't know that yeah. Toby did that. And Hannah's like, like, didn't we like decide that, that Toby Toby's is not an a? a? And I guess Spencer's not satisfied with that. Well, it's because Spencer was proven wrong. And so she's like, oh, right. No, we could, that. we could still be, I could still be right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. She can't let it go. But Emily, approaches so we were finally getting all the girls together for the first time in the episode and they're immediately like where were you last night why didn't you come to spencer's the way that Arya says it is like it was a required friendship meeting yes yes like wh- why weren't you there last She's night like, i was there of course i was there where were you <laughs> i needed you yeah we we actually couldn't study with hannah because we only had three people so it was like me and spencer had a setting like hannah just couldn't study because you didn't come and like i would not help her so <laughs> Remember, they, they hate Hannah right now. They hate Hannah, period. It's not Which fair. Which is not fair, we yeah. Love you. We love you, Hannah. Hannah can be our friend. Hannah for I would Hannah be friends forever. with Hannah. I'd be friends with Hannah. I would. There, I'll say it. I think they knew. Yes, but what is interesting is that Emily lies to the girls. She says, I was like, swim practice ran over. And so, again, we're like, okay, why are you lying? Like, yeah. are you guilty? Like, did you do something? And I think what? when we do close the episode, I'm still like, why did you lie? <laughs> I know, like, why didn't you just tell them? Yeah, like, I feel like they'd be on your side for this. Yeah, maybe, again, maybe she's being cognizant of the fact that they're about to take the SAT and she doesn't want to upset them. (laughs) Yeah, Emily is Emily's sensitive. She's in touch with her feelings. she for sure is. But we don't spend too much time on this conversation because Arya sees her mom walking into the school. What is with all the mothers in the school these days? We find out that, well, okay, Arya has a little freaking runway moment in the hallway to see her mom, and you realize that she is, like... Dressed to the nines for the SAT. I wore sweatpants to the SAT. I wore, absolutely, I wore sweatpants. I mean, I I was not interested in looking nice. I was, like, in my pajama. Like, I rolled out of bed and got there. Yeah. Actually, I think I did wear a dress. (gasps) the first time i took it why i just am remembering this that's criminal to yourself i was a hannah maron we must remember (laughs) we must must remember remember. but aria's also like so pissed that her mom's there and it's kind of like why are you so (laughs) mad like you're not even talking to ezra anymore so it's not like you need to be worried about that he's not not here that you know of like we're about to realize that aria has actually been treating her mom like like shit shit this entire week for no reason. I'm about to, like, we're about to hear Ella say some bewildering things <laughs> right now. <laughs> There's no other word. So Ella is like, I missed you at dinner on Monday and Tuesday. Are you just, you're just never going to come over. Or he's like, I can't. Don't if you I understand? Go over, yeah, understand. She's like, if I go over there, it means that I'm okay with you and dad living apart. And Ella goes, but we are. But here's what I want to say. Aria, you not going over there makes it seem like you're taking your dad's side. Exactly. Which is the objectively wrong side. And it's even, oh my God, you guys are about to hate Byron even more than we have the past two episodes. No, because yeah. Ella explains that she is there to proctor oh an exam God. because she's on the sub list. Why does she need to proctor these tests? Because she can't afford the rent that Byron is making her pay. I cannot believe it. At the very least, if she has to be the one who moves out because Byron is like so selfish and won't, you need to pay for her rent. Like Absolutely. Like, it's out of this world that she is not only the one who had to move out when she didn't want to move out. And we learned that last episode. He was like, what do you want me to move out? And 
and I don't want to go. And she's like, well, I don't want you to stay. And it really seemed like he was, he gonna, was gonna, gonna go. To and leave. the fact that she gets, I literally want to talk to Sarah Shepard about this. I'm pissed. Why? This Did we make this was probably not a decision? Sarah Shepard. This, I, here's the interesting thing about the show is like, you'd think that maybe for the first season, they like stayed on with the books pretty well. But I think that they pretty quickly abandoned they Sarah Shepard's entire storyline. I, yeah, I, this, this, I hate, I hate that. It makes me like so mad. It makes me irate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, but Ella's, you know, she's taking it all with a grain of salt. She's keeping her composure. His poor thing is like losing her kids now because they won't go over there. She has to pay rent. She's like working extra shifts. She had to leave her house. Her marriage is cr- like, and it's like two episodes. Arya was fully like sympathizing with her mom, making sure her mom was okay. You know what? She was doing all of that to cover her back. Yes, because, because she was she the knew. one that kept it from her mom. And now her mom's like not mad at her for that anymore. So she feels like she can be mad at her mom yeah, but it's like, for whatever why, fucking reason. Why are you mad? Why it's are absurd you mad? behavior. The only person here who should be mad is Ella. And if you're going to be mad, that mad feeling better be directed at your father because he's the reason this is happening. Like, not your mom, Aria. Like, you don't get to fucking be mad at your mom because she had to do something once her marriage was, like, ripped out from under her. I it's just, absurd I the way that she talks to her mom in this scene. Yeah, I, I, I'm blown away. All right, my least favorite storyline besides... Well, actually, I just, I guess, I hate any storyline with Byron Montgomery. I hate, let's be honest, most storylines in the show. And yeah, And it doesn't stop me from watching it. Yeah. So here we are. Okay, wow. Um, so Ashley Marin is sitting at her kitchen counter and like, okay, the SAT starts so early and the SAT is not even started yet. I mean, I'm you just know, I'm kind of surprised that she, but like, we don't have a living room. You can sit in and do this stuff. At. Yeah. Like, but like, let's be clear. We've talked a lot about the mornings in Rosewood and how they're just like <laughs> kind of different than mornings anywhere else on planet earth. And they're like 10 hours long before it's like actually 8am. So... <laughs> And there's also no morning dew. We know that too. So it's not that weird that Hannah Marin is doing it if we put it in the context Ashley of Marin. that Ashley Marin's <laughs> that Ashley Marin is doing it if we put it in the context of where they live. So she's sitting at the kitchen counter, she gets a phone call on the home phone. We've not seen a home phone home A home phone. Uh, <laughs> a home phone. <laughs> a harpoon. A harpoon. A, a typhoon. typhoon. <gasps> a crab rangoon. <laughs> Oh my god, I could really go for one of those right now. She has to like call on her home phone. We haven't seen home phones, is what I was gonna say in this entire show. So like, it's it feels weird. Well, actually, yes, we have because Arya called Ezra Fitz on his home phone. Oh my god, you're right. Literally, oh last god, ep- literally like two it's episodes like ago. You are like you're here, but you're not. You know, like uh, where story, are you? Where are life. you? Come on, just go right now. Come back. Okay. So Recenter. it's Byron, <laughs> and she answers the phone, and she barely gets a hello out of her mouth, and he goes, Ashley. It's Byron Montgomery. Uh, you were literally at this house 12 hours ago. Why are you specifying? There has to be one Byron yeah. in, in Mount. In I don't Rosewood. think I know one Byron. No. Other than Lord Byron. Uh, and I'm good like with the ones I, I do or don't know. I don't need any more. Yeah. I could use less. I'm not trying to like add any to the collection. But Ashley Marin might be. So Ugh. Byron's like, it's so we just gross. lost power and I have to get this permission slip over for Mike and I can't print it. Is the power out on your side of the street? So my first question was like, why is he calling Ashley Marin of all people? My second question is, do they live on the same street? Because that's the only thing that can explain that to me. Yeah. Okay. We learned that last episode because oh. he said they were talking about how they were neighbors. 
Oh. We also just know that. Okay. So that makes it like a little bit less weird, but it's still really a weird thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Ashley doesn't think it's weird. She's like, yeah, come over. It's like, I just, I'm sorry, I haven't been led to believe you guys have this kind of relationship. That's fair. And the relationship gets weirder because Byron goes, oh, and can I use your toaster? I'll bring my own bread. She goes, and you might want to bring your own jelly too. I'm See like, you soon. Girl, you might want to check the pantry because I'm pretty sure Hannah bought everything imaginable at the grocery yes, store. Yes, that was that was perishable. So like there's got to be she some sort of barely bought jam. any non-perishables. She probably went to the farmer's market and bought all this stuff. No, she didn't. She went to Whole Foods. Uh, no way. Whole Foods uh, didn't freaking exist in Rosewood. If it did, that's are you, were you seriously talking about this? That's where she would go. They're like skinny and they like to be rich. <laughs> they would go to Whole Foods. So I'm like picturing like Super Target, like Target grocery store. What? Vibes. No, no. What? They are not rich. Clearly. Yeah, but they're acting like they are. Let's be real. For our PA, for our PA people, Market District. Market District. I still, I'm saying Whole Foods. No. Yes, yes, Whole Foods. I go to Whole Foods a lot, and I know the kind of people that are there. And she would be there. And I'm not rich, but I go there. You're not rich. We're podcasters. So Byron's gonna come over to Ashley's and it's use the, the fax machine. It's gonna be yeah. Which, and Ashley tries to make it seem like she's just having, like, a cool, casual morning. It's so weird. And she goes, yeah, I'm uh, just ordering things on the catalog. Caroline did get the words catalog and telegram confused. That's okay. They don't need to know that, actually. I thought but, they did. But she's, like, acting like she needs an alibi. Yeah. Like, she didn't actually have to say anything about what she was doing. Byron's, like, intruding on your Yeah, he's like, is it okay if I morning. come? Like, are you do? Yeah. He's like, are you doing anything? And she's like, um, no. Um, I was just, um, ordering was things from the catalog. At jobs or something? Well, she had a check in her hand and she ripped it up. So <gasps> I'm kind of wondering if she was considering cashing a check that wasn't for her. Or is she writing a check? Girl, I don't know. We probably should have paid attention to that. No, it, it was nothing. She just literally held a check in her hands and ripped it up. Oh, maybe we'll find out. Knowing the show, we probably won't. So you have a quick little scene that's mostly between Lucas and Hannah. So you already know I'm upset visibly. <laughs> I, he just, he like, and I, I think I figured out why he gives me the creep so much. Some of his mannerisms and the things that he's saying remind me of my ex-boyfriend, Matt. Are we keeping his name in? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so... They're talking and he says something about like being her marketing manager and. Well, the worst line he delivers is the teacher's like explaining, I guess, that the test will happen, right? She says it will. So she's like, the test is going to be at 10 a.m. And if this affects your plans, she she goes, so make some phone calls. And Lucas is sitting there and he's like texting. He's not paying attention and his feet are swinging back and forth. His shoes are noticeably dirty. Phoebe pointed out to me. Kind of like Emily's. Kind of like Emily's. So, hmm. Oh, my God. Are they dating? <gasps> oh, my God. Hannah's maybe going to be jealous. He's, he's like, typing away on his phone, and what he's doing is responding to all of the traffic coming in for Hannah's things. He's still helping her sell them. And he says to her that he's her marketing manager. Mona walks up, saved by Mona, and hmm. she is <laughs> she's coming in hot. She says... Another slew of really offensive, the the most offensive we've heard yet. Like she goes into it. Um, so we're yeah. not gonna say anything she says. But what I do think is like noticeably sweet about 
this. Not what Mona's saying, obviously. But, like, I think that because Lucas and Hannah have been, like, hanging out, like, it doesn't phase them as much. Like, they kind of look at each other and have this moment of, like, oh, what she's saying is ridiculous. We both know it's ridiculous. They're, like, laughing at And it's, like, not a big deal. Except it does bother me that Mona then is, like... Well, like, leave. This beauty doesn't need her beast. Mm -hmm. And And then Hannah doesn't stick up for him. And that kind of bugs me a little bit. Well, that's where Lucas, like, gives Hannah a look. Like, that's where he's actually like, okay, wait, you're actually going to let her, like, kick me out? Yeah. And Hannah doesn't say anything. Uh, I wouldn't say anything either. (laughs) I can't stand him. (laughs) I would never be in that situation, though. I would like never be hanging out with him. Oh my god. He is intolerable. Yeah. I, now you know I'm having such like a visceral reaction. Yeah. Okay, did this kid, Matt, did he say when he talked, did he sound like Nick Vile? It's not necessarily that they the register isn't the same, but you know how like Nick's S's and like <laughs> Yes, he did talk like that. He did. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go back to the table with the girls. With the girlies studying. So we're at the table with the girls and Emily gets a text from A. What does it say? Emily, you're not the only one with great expectations. Is yeah, right? and great expectations is like in quotes and they're in the library. So it's kind of like, come find me Yeah. at the, you know, great go look for great expectations. By Charles Dickens. Charles. <gasps> Tiny Tim. Um, it absolutely is Charles Dickens. Is it Emily Dickinson? Wow. We got that on record. Caroline looking at Phoebe Connell saying, you're right. No, he didn't. I talked back here. I talked back here. Anyways, it's Charles Dickens, the author of our favorite book. Um, You must stop immediately. A Christmas Carol. You must. We're getting complaints, actually, about your British accent. From who? I want names. The public. It's not a name. I'll continue until you name yourself, right? Then this has to this has to stop. <laughs> I mean it, Tiny Tim. Oh my God, why is this so happening? <laughs> I'm actually gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. Okay. Okay. Carry on by yourself. All right. Anyway, so they're sitting at the table. Emily gets that text, and she like doesn't really do anything because Detective Wilden walks up to the table. He is talking. Oh, so you're gonna talk now. You're back in. Oh, my God. You were <laughs> waiting for that. You were on that. Um, yeah, I have something to say now. Um, I, I, You were, like, literally begging for help. You might not have known, but subconsciously, I was like, oh, wow, she is in danger. <laughs> she is drowning. Yeah. So he's talking like an old-timey detective with, like, a big cigar in his mouth and, like, a fedora. He's like, so, girls, like, oh, whatever. You know man. what I'm talking about? Actually, I think we're going to get public complaints about that. <laughs> he goes, sorry about the memorial. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Y'all should hear Caroline's Dutch accent. It's, it's fire. <laughs> she should be fire. Listen, that's kind of a hard accent to do when I'm working on it. Okay. I'm like queen of accents, as we all know now. Queen of accents. That's okay, me. Okay, let us know on the IG. Alexa, no. shut up. <laughs> Girl, she doesn't know you her have place. to stop. <laughs> you are very much giving Aria. Yeah, yeah. We need to take it Listen, down. The world doesn't revolve around you, Alexa. <laughs> you're I'm not 10? just gonna like cater to you and like walk around tiptoeing, like whispering your name, because <laughs> you're like making yourself the woman of the house. Uh, you're at a ten. We're fighting. We need you at a two. We're fighting. Your days here, and it's like she's like my all pair that like I don't like. <laughs> Caroline lives in a fight with robots. 
Like just constantly Whoa. at war with them. How do like who else? <laughs> who? who else do you know about? Like, like, you say, like who, <laughs> who else? Well, we should be scared. We should be scared. Caroline's like, AI look, I can't community. tell you what I know. I can't tell you what I know, I know but we should be scared. A quick Google search will tell you all you need to know, and we should be scared. Um, so, so anyway, leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm not gonna give too much away about that. You can do your own research, like I did mine. Um, but bottom line is, he's talking like an old timey detective, and he is talking about the memorial. And he's like, "Sorry about the memorials, girls." And they're like, "He's like, I know you worked so hard on it." And and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he's like, "Kind of weird, nobody saw it, right, Sonny?" <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "And you're all together, right?" And Emily's like, "Yes, we were." Which yes, is, like Emily. And at this point, they know well the whole time she wasn't there. <laughs> like, at this, this point, this they know is, she wasn't there. This last is night. the moment Arya's like, wait. They're like Arya. They're like Emily's always like kind of forgettable. Like, she's always like <laughs> on the outskirts. So sometimes we literally do forget about her. And and so like we kind of thought this was one of those times. But no, they 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 none know she was not there. And believe it or not. Arya decides to be a good friend. I wrote that down. I said, Arya, good friend for once. So Arya's like, yes, we were together. And and I really, it's like the opposite of what I expect from Arya at this point. I would have expected her to be like, no, you weren't. No, you weren't, Emily. You were Wait, literally not there. what are you talking there. about? Yeah. Wait, you said you were at swim practice. No, you weren't. You were not with, right, girls? Were we, we were <laughs> all here. Like, she was not there. Yeah, I could, I could see her do that. But Thank she God didn't. She for some reason, she decided to like, yeah be a good person and she's like yes emily was with us and he's like okay well bye <laughs> and as soon as he leaves spencer's like emily what's going on and emily okay here's what i have to say for emily in this scene if you want your girls to cover for you yeah you need to provide them some sort of explanation so that they can understand why they're because obviously they're gonna ask questions mm -hmm. and that's okay because you're all like you're all guilty of yeah, like that's kind of what's like brought you all back together. Worse, yeah, than destroying a memorial. I think we're like past the point of judgment, unless it's Arya, but like pretty <laughs> much we're past the point of judgment. But also, I think if you want these girls to have your back, yeah, you have to be nice. Like Emily gets so defensive. This is the second time we've seen it. Like she got really defensive with Maya, yeah. um, or with Hannah at the homecoming dance, and now she gets really defensive with Spencer. I just think she like lives on the edge, and so it's easier for her to get to that point. Yeah, but, but it's just she, interesting because she's so like reserved, and then yeah. she like she like bites back, but she gets up to go because she you know remembers a text from A, so she gets up to go find A, and they're like, "Where are you going?" And she goes to the restroom unless you want to escort me there too. Like if you think I'm lying, and I'm like Emily, but you are lying. You, like actually, like you're acting like they're such bad friends for thinking you're lying. You're literally lying, and and actually everybody knows you're lying. Stop trying to convince them you were yeah. there last night. Like they know you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and so Arya's like, should we go find her? And Hannah goes, no, she'll talk when she's ready, which is just like Hannah, you rock. Hannah, you rock. You, you rock, rock and girl. roll, girl. Rock and roll. So. Emily goes and finds great expectations in the library. She opens the book and out tumbles a letter. And it's from Emily. It was to Allie. And she opens it and reads it. But we don't actually get to see what it says. Because we flash back to the other liars, the table. And A has sent Spencer a text that says, Define desertion. Looks like you're about to lose Emily. And then she shows the text to Arya. And for a second, I am certain she's not going to show it to Hannah. Yeah. She does. But... 
she does, but like it's reluctant. She, yeah, she wasn't like she's like Ugh, she was like, oh my god, are you have to see this? So and Hannah, then was you're like, so Ugh. nosy, Hannah. Like seriously, like, <laughs> Hannah, not why even didn't about you. Just, like, you. Grab my phone. Out of my it's hands. a text that like I got on <laughs> my phone, and like I can show it to whoever I choose to share it with. But for you to act like you just like get to see it is kind of presumptuous, and I don't know. I just like don't love that. They all like look around, and I'm like, do we think that this text means like I'm about to kill your friend? Because if so, or that like you're about to lose your friend maybe like move with some urgency yeah yeah exactly maybe like don't just like look around does it mean that she's like gonna kill emily because emily's like up and alone or does it mean that there's like a wedge between them and emily's like you know they're losing her like she's deserting them i think that uncertainty of what it means what fuels their fire in this scene and but like they're looking around paralyzes like, them in fear i guess because yeah. they literally read the text and just sit in their seats and they're like well gotta keep studying well no but they don't but they, like, well, they completely we'll shoot up in their seats and they like look all around the library with like panicked eyes and their hand both hands on the table like <gasps> but i can assume that like once the camera cut they went right back to studying because probably but i want you maybe to imagine maybe i want to go look i want you to imagine for a second okay if you were another student in this library and mm-hmm. you saw a table of three girls all like put their hands on the table <laughs> and look around really scared with huge eyes and like make this big show and all of them are doing it what would you think was happening there? i'd be like why are they the popular girls in the school i would be like they're like they're weird they're like on shrooms or something like <laughs> they're like having an experience right now because they can see things that i obviously can't like they're looking around like they're being targeted like we're at school it's like 8 a.m on a saturday I, it's just it's just very unique for a moment for one sweet moment, I thought we were going to have a great Alex and Spencer scene no. in the library. That's not what happens. It's really weird. It's really weird. I mean, rightfully so. But Alex enters the library and he's got his head buried in a book. And he sees Spencer and he's like kind of standoffish right away. And she just jumps right to it. She's like, hey, I'm sorry about my mom. I know she can be really difficult. I saw her send a napkin back once because it had a loose thread. And he like gets so flustered and goes, I I can't talk about this. There just can't be a reason. Say it a different way. Why? Be like, you need to ask your mom. Yeah. Or just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I just honestly just like have the jitters before the test. Like, yeah. And it's weird to see people seeing you outside of the club is one thing. But like seeing like your mom outside of the club feels weird. If he's like, I I wasn't prepared to meet her this morning. And like, you know, I I do know her and that sort of meet her in a different kind of like way is. Yeah, there he could have played it off so many different ways, but he didn't. He said, I can't talk about that. And Spencer just lets it go. She says, "Okay." (laughs) <laughs> and that just okay. does not seem like a Spencer Hastings thing to do. Um, so Arya gets up. Arya? No, we're not there yet. Oh my God. Arya, I, been... I fully forgot that this scene, because I blocked it out of my memory. Right. It's so embarrassing for everyone involved. <laughs> so we pan right behind Spencer. We've got Mona and Hannah. And we Mona and Hannah. And Mona says, I laughed out loud. She goes, why is he into me? <laughs> um, and uh, Hannah goes, he's not into you. <laughs> She's like looking at Lucas. He's like actually looking at you and making fun of you. Literally. Like, and Mona's looking at him, looking at her, and she's like, why is he he into me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, Mona, you really think he's into you? Like, he's always with Hannah. Why would you think he'd be into you? And at the same time, you're so fucking mean to him. Why would he be into you? You've worked very hard to make sure that never happens. I don't know. I love that lot. It's so funny. It's not even like, do you think he's like, enemy no why is he (laughs) it's so funny and then it gets funnier because we find out that mona bought hannah's bag online well it's alluded to earlier in the episode because i think lucas 
goes nice bag in the oh. beginning when Mona walks in. But then now we're realizing that he it's said that because it's Hannah's oh old Oh my God. Bag. And that's probably why Mona was like immediately on fire. Cause she was like, I can't, she's really embarrassed by this. And then she plays it off by being really mean um, naturally. And she says, you can put that money towards my birthday gift. I registered at Saks. Okay. What Mona. does a 16 year old want from Saks? Who has a registry for their birthday? Oh Mona has another really funny line. She's like, Hannah, what has gotten into you? You've befriended somebody from another species. <laughs> what are you, poor? And you're selling your shit online. Are you poor? And Hannah's like, no, I just like sick of those bags, whatever. Which honestly, the way she delivers it is a nice little quip because she's like, no, I just didn't want that bag anymore. Yeah. The one that you have. Right. Now. And now you have it and it looks, it's much better suited for your style. <laughs> yeah. Your style is like about two seasons behind mine because you were a loser and <laughs> I was not. So then we see Aria like drag herself out of the library table. It's not even a drag. It's it's very, I mean, like mother, like daughter. True. It, it's giving, we'll split it. Yes, we'll it's split giving it. like laissez-faire. <laughs> you know, like whatever that is. It's like giving whatever, that. Yeah, exactly. It's giving that whatever that is. She like gets up and she like has this little like smirk. I like really wish you guys could see me right now. I, I feel wish, like I'm giving I it. wish you guys could see her too. I look gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. She's like being goofy and kooky. She's yeah. being eclectic and kooky. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, Arya gets up and she walks to the front to ask a question. But on her way up, she sees a picture of the what club of the, the month? The poetry club. I have so many questions. The first one, what school? Okay. Actually, I have a gazillion questions. Oh, my God. What school has a club of the month? That's cue number one. <laughs> number two. How are there already pictures of said club that are being printed out well, what and branded with Club of the Month Poetry Club? Well, I mean, Phoebe, it's not Club of the Year. What do you mean? How are they already doing this? School's been in session for a month. I know, but Ezra just started teaching. Yeah, over a month ago. And like, where's Picture Day? When's they picture took the day? picture specifically because the club won no, Club of the Month. It seems so fucking weird to me. I think, I, I think Ezra, it doesn't. How, how are you, you haven't been in the past five freaking episodes. How are you, how do you have time to run the poetry club? Well, maybe and they, why was last, not, but they haven't updated it Why yet. wasn't the English teacher, the other English teachers at the school already having a poetry club? Maybe because he's the cool, young, new teacher oh, yeah, and he, the kids were you like, know what? we want him to sponsor our this club. This is what it is. The crush His on him. His favorite movie is, he won't tell Arya this because it's in color, but Dead Poets, <laughs> <laughs> Dead Poets Society is his favorite movie. Of course. And it's his dream to have a poetry club so he can, like, have his Robin mm-hmm. Williams moment. Anytime a student writes the word very in their paper, he, like, crosses it out and fails them. <laughs> he burns it out with a cigarette. <laughs> and he makes the student watch. Yeah, yeah. He, he calls the student, like, like, behind the school. smoke them, but... <laughs> For this, I'll make an exception. yeah. yeah. Anyway, but Ari is going up to ask, hey, if this test isn't happening, can we like leave the room? And the teacher says, there's a tornado watch for Delaware County, so you're not going anywhere. And okay, I live in Nashville where we get a lot of tornadoes. And you can get that, tornadoes here. No, that's not what I'm asking. That library is not, there's no way in Oh, hell. there are windows everywhere. That is not a tornado shelter. No. They need to be taken somewhere else. Wait, oh my goodness. They need to go in the hallway, but there's only one. They can't all fit there. A tornado 
and it's a tornado warning so they actually need to be in shelter now because uh-oh here's a little tip for you guys if there's a tornado i hope i'm right about this if there's a tornado watch it's like you have all the ingredients for a taco but you don't have the taco yet who told you this before my boss okay if you have a tornado what shelby shout out she doesn't listen she doesn't like podcasts oh my god yeah i'll send her this clip of me saying that shelby shelby girl girl anyway you're the best much love if you have a tornado warning you have the taco and you need to protect yourself from it i remember when i first watched the show i really did think no Khan was like such a dreamboat he gives me the ick now he's so weird why does he talk like that he like delivers jump scares in real time like it's not like like i think aria also is experiencing the jump scare it's not that us it's not just us as the viewers that's true i feel like are we supposed okay are we as the viewers supposed to think he is charming or are we supposed to think like he's being weird well i think you just answered the question because when we watched it the first time as high schoolers we were like oh my god no that's true that's true um that's true but so he stops he's like tell me you like basketball and she's like i don't (laughs) and then he's like okay another time another season do you like hockey (sighs) just kidding no girl likes hockey He's and like, unless Car- <laughs> like Caroline. Well, I like hockey. Caroline's a big hockey so, girl. She's been, me, you know. she's been to one game. I've been to more than one game in my life. Just I've been to two. <laughs> Caroline, <laughs> Caroline likes it because it's sneaky. She it texted, is. She texted me when she went to the game. She was like, oh my God. Guys. Do I love hockey? There's something like so sexy about a hockey player. Yes. Who's like skating around. He's like stealthy. It's like how a snake might move. You know, like it's like football players like thump, thump, thump. Like, you know, they're coming and like it's clunky and like it's not like there's nothing stealthy. There's nothing like smooth about it. Hockey, it's like gotcha over here. What? Ooh, and it's like they're playing like mind games too. Yeah. And you know, I love a mind game. And then they get into a fight. And they get into a fight and it's like they're allowed to fight and they're like, fuck you. And, like, put on, and then it's like, whoa. <laughs> and then when they like do the moves and they know exact, I don't know. It's like so sneaky. Like. They're like the super villains, but like in a hot way. Right. So it's like, Arya, maybe you should reconsider. If yeah, a so boy's willing to take you to a hockey game for free. Yeah. If this didn't just sell you on hockey, Arya, then I honestly don't know what will. And there's no hope for you. Well, I don't think she, she just wants to be part of Ezra. You Why is she listening? in the poetry club? That is surprising. Maybe Aria. it's like, well, let's, I mean, things have been a little bit weird. No, but I mean, before we just talked about how that picture had to have been taken. I know, but things have been weird for a little bit. He might have been like, it's better if you're like not in the club, you know? Maybe. She would have been pissed. We would have heard He'd be about like, it. you're so much better than all of them, babe. Like, <laughs> no, that's so true. You won't be able to hold your tongue. She's like, mm, you think? <laughs> so annoying. Oh, my God. But then Noel like packs up his stuff and he's going to leave. And Arya's like, wait, where are you going? And he goes, there are rooms around here that are more fun than this. And she gets a mischievous smirk on. Oh, my God, wait. They go together. I'm realizing that you just foreshadowed something really unfortunate that's happening. Earlier in the episode when you talked about a singing episode, we might have to Oh, oh. Actually, actually, we're going to have to fast forward. I'm not sitting through no, it. No, we're watching no, it. No, I can't. No, we're watching it. And then we're doing a reenactment. Oh, that's <laughs> just not kidding, happening. Just kidding. And you're singing. Yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, but, oh, my God, we're watching it. Okay, so we're back to... Byron and Ashley. Ugh. I hate this man. He is just like, you made the choice and you did the actions yeah. to make it, make this your reality that you're a single parent. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so flustered that I can't even 
It's worse. amazing to me. He is trying to use the fax machine. She's about to make him toast. It's amazing how he walked in the house and immediately swindled her into fucking <laughs> cooking for him. But anyway, she's about to make him toast and he's about to fax this permission slip over to Mike, who's on a lacrosse trip, and the power goes out. This and permission slip was due yesterday. Yesterday. He says. He's like, no, man behavior. He's like, no, 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 no. The power will come back on. He's like, no, you idiot. The power didn't go out. It's coming back on. Exactly. I mean, like, the power actually knows that I have to fax this. Right, right. Because I fucked up. So it'll come back on. And, and the women, to. like, you can't understand electricity. <laughs> yeah, it's like totally that kind of thing. And she comes over and he's like, gosh, I just like Ella used to handle all of this. And I'm not so good at this single parent thing. And it's like, well, I guess you should have thought about that before you ruined your marriage, here, Byron. Byron. Number one, what Caroline said. Number two. Always number one, what <laughs> Caroline said. Why, like, when you guys were on good terms in a marriage, like, why weren't you pulling your weight? Why wasn't yeah. it like, oh, like, there were times dad signed my permission slip. So I just also, though, I'm, I'm thinking, like, look, if you were worried about your ability to handle all these things around the house, all the admin then you probably should have let Ella stay and you could have gone. You probably would have loved to have your own apartment. Like the only reason you wanted to stay is because one, you're like, no, I will not be made like that. I did something wrong. And like two, I don't want the kids to hate me or whatever it is. But it's like his inflated sense of self. I, I literally think he believes that he did nothing wrong. And the way that he's talking to her. And again, it brings us back to what we said last episode. Like, girl, you know what happened we know that you know what happened because you said you know and your husband left you not too long ago and you're distraught about that how are you not having so much sympathy for Ella to the point that you're like I'm not buying this act I I just I hate it's like mm, I just can't I hate him I hate it I hate it I hate it so hmm so I actually okay <laughs> this we know I go to a school with musicians. Yeah. And some are better than others. <laughs> most, very few are better than most. Does that make sense? No. It, anyway, whatever. Okay. I, I'm an RA in a freshman hall. And I feel like every time I'm like on call, we have to do our rounds. We have to walk through every hall in, mm -hmm. the, in the dorm building. And I have heard this ex like this is like happening in like ma like so many rooms. <laughs> well, yeah. Of just like the worst singing you've ever heard, a guy playing guitar. The worst though is like when it's like not like like this would be one thing, but there will be guys that will bring girls over to their dorms and be like. I wrote this song and it's like yeah it's like that classic like oh my god he like played guitar and I, like I listen I'm someone who sings I'm someone who sings <laughs> I'm someone who sings a singer I am a singer if you will <laughs> and I've dated guys that also sing in the moment they want to sing together I'm out I'm you're out you're actually you're like I date guys who sing you're engaged to a guy that sings I am and we, do you think we've ever sung together since I literally like we hope were not 15 should we sing no so Noel brings up a guitar and and Ari goes you play and it's no, got the readings of these lines it's not even that like he brings it he like plays a little thing on the guitar and then Ari goes you play 
Yeah, like she she plays. Like, actually, like, I didn't think anyone else knew how to play the guitar. She delivered that line like Chris Connell would. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you play, you play. I, um, I play a little something. And Noel's like, well, yeah. I mean, but I kind of keep it like on the down low because my parents have this fear that I'll drop out of college and go beg for quarters in the subway. And I just got this mental image of pretty boy Noel Khan in the New York City subway busking. Play, and it's like, I feel like you do have to be at a certain level to like be a good busker. And he you would either have to have negative amounts of talent. Yeah. And it's like, ah, or you need to be like a, actually a famous musician, just like in disguise. Yeah. Like ho- remember when mm-hmm. Hosier did that? Yes. But like Noel wouldn't have the self-awareness to be like, oh, I need to get better. He would right. go to New York and be like, no, I'm, I can just go bus. Like yeah. I can just go like play. Yeah. She's gonna play like Wonderwall he's a few like, times. He's like, I, I mean, I could like, I could start touring, like I could sign with a label, yeah. but it's like that's, that's so not him. my scene. Like that's not my scene. Yeah, I do it because I like no, it's my passion, sure. and I'm like a real musician. And yeah, so we've pretty much just like nailed down who Noel Khan is, and he starts playing again, and he's interrupted yet again by Arya. I know that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she knows the song he's playing. And it's like, I don't think anybody knows that song. I don't know what song it is. She's like, I know that. I've heard it in my dreams. It's an original song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, um, I wrote some lyrics really quickly. Imagine if he was like, I wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't I've played that for anybody. So instead, she says, My parents listen to that. They used to. Okay, we need to not normalize just like trauma dumping on people. No. Like when you're like trying to get to know them, like you don't need to yeah. immediately be like, yeah, my parents are separated. My dad cheated on my mom. I think she's trying to like really lay into this though, because she's like, remember, like I don't like you. I've got too much going on, mm. like this. Because she kind of told him a little bit about it. Yeah. Um. Well, Hannah did. Well, th- yeah. Because <laughs> Noel was true. like, I heard about your parents. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> so he starts playing again. Third time's the charm, and Aria decides she'll join in on vocals. It is so deeply uncomfortable to watch and listen to. And here's the thing, like, Lucy Hill has a good voice. It's just, like, literally also making my ears bleed, the and issue, I don't know how to explain the that. The issue is that I feel like normally when there is a singing episode or singing points, or like, let's say if this was in Glee. There have been well, If this was in Glee, it'd be completely normal. Well, this is what I mean. If there, if there was a scene of a guy and a girl playing guitar and just singing solo in a classroom, they would still record the guitar and the vocals in a studio and make it sound good so that the viewer doesn't have to suffer. Well, I bet you Aria was like, no, no, I got perfect pitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then you listen to it and you're like, you actually have no pitch. You're like a little bit closer to tone of. Just kidding. (laughs) She's not. She has a good voice, but she's singing. And I just think that like. It's just they're doing it live. And it's like, they're both like, it's not perfect. They probably did it twice. And it just like doesn't. But that makes it more real, you know. Right. You know. Um. Arya's peering into Noel's soul the entire time, She though. is, and she is screlting her little lungs out. And Noel... Screlting. I like that. Scream belting. Actually, why don't people know what screlting is? I said screlting the other day to mom, and she said, what is screlting? <laughs> You're saying it to people that, like, don't sing and didn't Scream go to theater belting. camp. Scream I didn't go to theater camp. Caroline Chisholm gets so mad when I say theater camp. She says it wasn't camp. I'm sorry. It was a musical theater intensive. I'm sorry, Caroline. Yeah, thank you. Does she listen? I don't know, but if she does, I love you so much, Caroline. And if you don't, beware. And if you don't, watch your back. So 
Arya singing, and I just think that like if I were in a room with someone and they pulled out a guitar and started playing it and like encouraging me in any way to sing, I would run into that tornado. I would I would run head first. Like, Speed you know what? Of I think light. they need us back in the library. Yeah, and I, or I would just like actually hurl myself out the window, which at any minute's going to give in because it, there is a tornado. This school is the most windows I've ever seen in any school ever, if, and especially for a school with one hallway. Right. So we've got this like ambient music going on. So we do jump over and we look at Emily and she's sitting in the library and she's so immersed in her thoughts. A and day she, hears, she hears a laugh and she turns. <laughs> it's more of a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more like ways to laugh. Yeah, I'll, I'll a guffaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do voiceover work. <laughs> and um, so, like, can we see your laugh portfolio, please? Yeah. Oh, you don't have one. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so she like removes a book from the bookshelf and she peers through and she sees Allie. Allie, the girl who's dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, she sees her. She is sitting reading, which like I something I do like about Allie's character is there is this she's not a one dimensional mean girl of like never know what you're gonna get. She's not like she has and we kind of saw it. She can as, read. <laughs> is what Phoebe's getting at. She's no, not like, a normal mean girl. She can also read. <laughs> okay, Leah Michelle, take notes. <laughs> I just mean that like she's as this intellectual side where like she it's not that she's just reading the book for class, right. which like mean girls probably wouldn't even do, but like yeah. she's reading it and she like she has an intellectual investment in it. And she's pulling things from it that are meaningful to her and, and specifically to her relationship with Emily. So Emily comes and sits down next to her and Allie has like, it's, it's a really sweet scene between Emily and Allie. It's kind of the first scene that we see like, oh, was this reciprocated on Allie's side? Like, was this more of a, you know, mutual relationship than we thought? Allie says, you've got to let me braid your hair sometime. And it's just this like tender moment. She's reading and Emily's like, she says, I had a dream about Jenna. Oh, and yes. Allie says, you have to stop thinking about that. And but then, I'm like, she goes, there are literally medical procedures they could do. I'm like, Allie, <laughs> you blinded this girl. <laughs> She's and you're like, like oh my God, not a big calm deal. on. She probably has medical insurance. I mean, I don't know, but maybe it's America. So the chances aren't like 100%. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, Allie's like, you have to stop thinking about that. And then Emily, sweet Emily, is like, no, it was a good dream. Like she came home and. She could see and she forgave us yeah. and everything was okay. It's so cute. And then Allie's like, that's why I love you. You're big, You're big on, on happy, happy endings. endings. Which is just so sweet. And then she says, can I read you something? And she reads her an excerpt from Great Expectations. By Charles Dickens. By Charles Dickens. And it's she about like. She did it in a British accent. She Interesting huh. choice. Sasha. Hmm. Girl. I will be DMing her on Instagram this evening. Weird acting choice. But <laughs> she reads it and it's this passage. It starts with like, I loved her without reason. And so it's kind of this sweet passage and she's looking at Emily as she reads it. And it's a very sincere moment. It's probably the most sincere moment we've seen from Which Allie. is like at this point in the show, and it's taking a lot for me to remove what we know like in the end, but you have to think like this, this is if Allie doesn't have feelings for Emily and knows Emily has feelings for her. And this is this is diabolical. Evil. Yes. Absolutely evil. Yeah. But in this scene, like it doesn't seem like that. As someone who has not seen the show end, I do think that like it is reciprocated, which is nice to see because I want that for Emily. It also makes me sad because I obviously know the fate that Allie 
ends up with and she dies. But Allie finishes reading and Emily is so moved she leans in for a kiss and they kiss. And Which is Emily. Phoebe feels like, but Allie, like, d- Allie kisses her back. I Allie know, but, has like a smile after but it. But no, after that, she is like. <sighs> I don't know if she was. I think that look can be interpreted different ways. It's like a Mona Lisa smile. Oh my god! Um, but oh we do god. flash back to present day Emily, and she's reading this letter, and we do get like bits and pieces of what the letter says. I don't know why they never show us the whole letter. It's like you wrote the whole thing. Yeah, like, just like, let us see it. It's like always like there's something that's covered up. The gist of the letter is Emily's like, I feel like you can read my mind, and you think all my thoughts are hilarious but they're not hilarious to me. You know, I thought when I kissed you that it was going to happen again and you laughed in my face and, you know, like basically like I really love you and you think it's funny and that sucks is what the letter said. Yeah. Um, The sentiment behind the letter, a little bit of anger. There's a killer line in there. She goes, I know kissing me might be for practice. Choose, but it feels like it's more like target practice. Yes, which is a great line. Nice. Yeah. Emily, did Arya proofread this? I know. I actually was like, who knew Emily had it in her, huh? Well, no one's given her a chance. That's true. That's true. Um, but unfortunately, we're brought back to reality by <laughs> the, the screlting. We're like thrown back in <laughs> and like skid across the floor. That's how <laughs> jarring it is. And I, again, I have to think. I would be literally mortified if I was Aria. And like, let's just say there's a world in which someone's like, no, you sing with me. And I was like, okay, which would never fucking happen. <laughs> but it, let's say it did. I would be singing so quiet, only a mouse could hear me. I would be, I, the doors are open. We're in the school. There's like no power. There's like a gazillion so people there's no, there. There's, yeah, but they're all in the library. So it gets quiet out here like no but, I, but like your voice is carrying you know, down that's the what I'm saying hallway. like it's quiet everyone can hear you you're the sole noise in the school right now yeah. and you are belting as loud as you can but you know Arya's like let them hear I so you know, think I have a good open. voice she's like don't make me sing <laughs> it's a SNL's good she literally <laughs> is like no I think it's cool like leave the doors open it's kind of neat that we've got this thing going. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, should we start a band? Oh, my Literally. God. Did we just become rock stars? Rock and roll. And we have another one of those moments. Art bringing people together. We had Allie and Emily. Great expectations bringing them together. Now we have music bringing Man, Roland Art One moment was more beautiful than the other, I think. <laughs> Which one? Noel and Aria. <laughs> of course. Noel and Aria... Really, Arya's leading the charge here. Going Arya's in for the like, kiss. let's do it. She's like, <laughs> that was amazing. Art Making art always puts me in the mood. <laughs> and so she's leading in and he's leading in. But from his vantage point, he can see the doorway. So he stops and Arya's like lunging for it. She's like, why did you stop? And she looks at his eyes and she sees they're looking at the door. So she... <sighs> Thought it was a bug. So she looks at the door, and who is it but Ezra freaking Fitz? Soaking wet, looking fine. Hot. He's soaking wet, and yet his hair is perfectly quaffed. No, but his hair is wet, though. Yeah, but it's, like, still perfect. Like, it's wet, but it's, like, perfectly in the... I don't know if I would call the... his hair that, because it does come... He has, like, bangs, kind of. They come down on his forehead. Yeah, but it's styled. Yeah, but when it's I not, like... that, I mean styled. It's not, like... I know, but it's style. That's a that's a different hairstyle. 
a quiff. Well, quaffed hair is just like hair that's basically been styled. I think, okay, well, it's Jeff. that. He looks great. Arya is shaking in her little boots. And her reaction, it would be normal for her to be like, oh my God, like if she were just a student, right? It'd be normal for her to be like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, blah, blah. Her reaction is not that. Her it's reaction like, is like her boyfriend uh, just caught her kissing somebody else. So you kind of take a pause. Noel decides to leave. As where goes, all the students are needed in the library. Noel goes, you coming? And she's like, no, I have to ask Ezra, I mean, Mr. Fitz, a few. Like, what? The, no wonder Noel gets suspicious. A few questions about, about the, homework. the homework, which is like, are now? Yeah, you're about to take the SAT. Your brain's pretty packed. Like. Girl. And also, it's like um, you just do what the teacher says. You're, you're probably if you were embarrassed, you would be in such a hurry to get out of that situation. You'd be like, "Yep, see us, see you on Monday." Like you know. No, it's so weird. So no wonder it all gets. Suspicious. You also like know he's back in Rosewood now. Just like break into his apartment again. Yeah, you had no problem doing it when he was gone. So Noel goes, and Ezra and Ari get to have a little convo. And Ari's like, "So you're back." And Ezra lies. And he's like, I never left. <laughs> yes, you literally did and leave. And you're about to, you're like, I don't even know what the point of him lying was like, because he I immediately just, well, is I like. I was in New York. <laughs> so She's like, you, so you, are, so you arguably leave. left Pennsylvania. Because <laughs> <laughs> those are different states. And according to Arya, you famously left Pennsylvania because she yeah. got the deets. She doesn't tell him quite how she knows what he was doing and where he was and that he was gone. Good call. She's like, you didn't answer my texts, my calls, my emails. So, I want to be like. You Caroline weren't there when right. it broke into your home? I honestly, like, I would expect the behavior from Arya to be, like, I went into your apartment and I, like. Yeah, like, she would think it'd be fine. Yeah. Just like she thought it would be fine to, like, go to the bar with him. Like, the, she's, her perception of reality is different Skewed. than ours. Um, <laughs> and he says, I interviewed for a job in Well, New no, York. at first he says, I had family problems to deal with. Yeah. And she goes, family problems? And he goes, my problem. <laughs> like, why are you lying? Again, like, you, you just still, said two lies in like 30 like that's seconds. That's also even another lie because then he goes, okay, I was interviewing. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, what the fuck? He must be like so like shaken up by what he's he just like saw a and heard. Pretty little liar. He's so yeah, shaken he's up by like, what fuck. he just heard. He's like, wait, I didn't know you sounded like that. Sprouts. I didn't know you sounded like that. And I like, I'm not into this anymore. <laughs> so, like, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually moving today. So don't come looking for me. He's like, I actually was interviewing for another school in New York. She's like, oh, so you just want to leave and blah, blah. She's taking. She won't let him finish. No, she's taking what she wants from this conversation, yeah. which is like, you're done, whatever. I think it's also because she secretly knows like, oh, I was just caught kind of kissing someone and he's clearly upset. And so I'm going to try and like turn this around on you somehow. And even though she is mad at him, he says, well, we need to make some changes. Like I thought about you every minute I was gone, but and it's really a notebook moment. I wrote you 365. I wrote you every day for a year. I thought about you every minute I was gone, is what Ezra says. And it's same energy. Same energy. I bet you he was inspired by Noah. Oh, yeah. He's oh. like oh, the raw emotion in that yeah, scene. Yeah, probably like trying to bring here. He really wants that for his life. Lucy Hill's like, call me your alley. <laughs> gonna like, honestly, like, I feel like Ezra was always nominated for, like, yes, favorite, favorite couple. couple. So they were always like, oh, my God, should we, like, have our Rachel McAdams? Yeah, they're like, what if they do it? What if they did a remake of The Notebook and Cast Us? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> should we, could, like, manifest it? Who could we call? We've got connect- we're famous actors. Who could we call? <laughs> Ian's like, you were just in a Cinderella movie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that? Any connections? That got some traction. That was, like, a pretty big movie she's it like, like came out on blu-ray she's like, he's like that was straight to dvd film and 
So basically, he ends up saying, like, look, we can't keep doing this. Things need to change. She goes, don't worry, they already have. And she rushes past him and starts crying in the hallway. So I'm sure Noel's going to have a lot of questions when she returns to the library, literally sobbing. But something tells me he actually won't. (laughs) (sighs) We're back in the hell house. I can't wait for this whole thing to be fucking over. Ashley Marin, you are on thin thin ice. ice. She really, like, this is what I just, it's like, no. I, I, I hate when a girl's first instinct is to, like, take the guy's side like i agree and it's just, not like, even that the girl out this is first. almost worse yeah, the way worse she acts well they're talking and byron's like does everybody on the street know why ella left and she's like yeah and he goes well thanks for still letting me use her fax machine um she goes i don't take sides which like what no there's an obvious side that you of all people should understand right she goes i don't think anything's ever black and white no but this This is is, it's not like they just separated like byron was a jerk right he cheated and it's not like they were both maybe like doing their own thing it's like it's pretty it's pretty much what it is cheated with a student moved the entire family to iceland to escape it Made their daughter keep a secret, a very damaging secret for a year. And now he made his wife move out. Like, I'm sorry, there's nothing to be sympathetic to here. And if you guys are across the street neighbors, you heard their entire conversation as he put Ella into the car. Right. So you know that, like, she didn't want to be the one leaving. Also, Ashley, you stayed in the house when this happened to you and your husband left you. So you should be, like, You should be going over to Ella. Like, no, no, no. She should be in the house. Exactly. But... That's not what we get. And they're sitting there and she's talking about how, you know, she had to kind of adjust to being single herself. As she's talking, she like seductively refills Byron's wine glass. And we realize, oh, they've switched to wine now. They were talking about like toast and coffee. And now they're drinking wine. And that's concerning. And she like literally kind of seductively like refills his glass. Yeah. And then she says she went to a movie alone. And that was kind of her first like time leaving the house. So then Byron's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do because I have this faculty meeting next week at this Moroccan restaurant, and Ella is my taste tester. Which is like, again, you suck. How about you just miss your wife? How about you wish your wife could go with you? Not, well, I needed her because she was functional to have there. Like, (laughs) she served a purpose, and that purpose was not to be my wife and my partner, but to actually be the taste tester because I didn't want to, like, burn my taste buds on uh, some spicy curry or something. And Ashley... I just cannot get over this. Is she this desperate? She, I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm so annoyed. You were just having sex with Wilden. How desperate are you? I know. I know. And And you think, I'm sorry, Wilden might be a scumbag, but at least he's hot compared to Byron. Yeah. Byron is ugly and horrible. Questionable taste in men, questionable decision making when it comes to men. Just, we love you, Ashley, but come on. Come on. Love yourself. She's like, I've been there. It's really good. I could, like, walk you through the menu. And he goes, well, you should come with me. What the fuck? What the fuck? Enough. Byron, are you insane? Also, how the hell do you think your kids are going to react to this? Um, yeah. How do you think Hannah... If you really want to drive a wedge between Hannah and Aria, start dating Hannah's mom. Yeah, like, Aria will probably be fine with it. Hannah is going to absolutely not take anything Yeah, Hannah would be like, I know he cheated on your mom. He's going to hurt my mom. But I think Arya would be like, um, no. Hannah, I can't believe you would let this happen. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are ruining my family. Like, Literally. yeah, it would be that kind of thing. Lucas and Mona, what happened? Are you guys like step-siblings and we don't know? Like, <laughs> the hatred you have for each other is unparalleled. I'm 
so <laughs> baffled. Mona is going in, and I have to believe there's like a reason. Like there's something we're going to find out later. I just think it's because they were. I, for some reason, I feel like there are flashbacks where they're like together, and Allie was mean to them. Yeah, and they were kind of like finding solace in each other. So yeah. I think that maybe now that she's gotten to her point where she is, she's like, I don't want you to think we're f- cool. Like, right, right. I want to make it very clear we are not operating on the same playing field. They're all walking in the locker room. So they finally are doing some actual like tornado watch shit. They're going in a room with no windows and they're all like kneeling on the ground or sitting on the ground with their knees up. Lucas goes, God, I can't believe it. I first chance to photograph a real tornado and I have to come in here. <laughs> oh my God. And Hannah goes, trust me, you don't want to see a tornado. <laughs> Hannah, what happened what to you? you see? What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, I dressed up as Linda the Good Witch one year for Halloween. So I did it a little character research. Yeah, some shady shit went down. So. <laughs> but then Mona goes, he probably wants to get in the tornado to go to Oz so he can ask the wizard for a penis. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's like a jaw-dropping moment the shock value i can't even believe I, it's that like she so said that. outrageous so then we transition over to to spencer and alex uh, he finally says that he needs to say because spencer goes alex are we ever gonna get past this <laughs> To which I say, it's been like maybe one hour since this happened. You're <laughs> acting like it's been like weeks and he hasn't been talking to you. Are we ever going to get past this? And it's like he, I know that it's a little bit much him studying for the SAT as much as he is like in this moment. But like y'all are there for the SAT. So like it's not absurd that he would want a little bit of like, I need to do well. Right, right. Yeah, totally. And he basically says like, your mom has to tell you. I can't tell you, which is what he should have just said in the first place. Meanwhile, Emily has Ugh. not left the library. She, I guess, did not get the memo that they all moved well, into the locker room. Well, she was busy kissing Allie, like in her mind. I, actually, in Rosewood, it's like when you have a flashback, you full like you're gone. Oh, you like actually go back there. Oh, because so. it's also the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like an apparition. Neat. No, what's it called? App- apparate. What the hell what? is it called when they like? Um, operating, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. Fair. It's like the the. It's okay. The pensive. Yes. The pensive. Pensive. Yeah. We get another (laughs) flashback. And this one is significantly harder to watch. The secondhand embarrassment is real. But, okay, actually, I also have secondhand embarrassment from Allie. It's a very uncomfortable scene. They're in a a locker room. It's just Emily and Allie. And Allie's changing. Emily's fully clothed. (laughs) Like, Emily, did you swim in your shorts? Yeah. (laughs) And so Allie's, like, literally pulls her towel down so she's naked and she holds up a bra and she's like, isn't it so beautiful? I got it from a French catalog and they have it in like every color. Can you put it on for me? Like, can you clip it in the back? It's like she knew what she was doing. And then oh, Emily, 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 like puts clips the bra and then like puts her hand on Allie's shoulder and then kisses her neck. And you see the way the camera is angled is you can see Allie's face change. She goes from like. I'm being, like, normal and comfortable with Emily to, like, yeah. now I need to be mean Allie again. Yeah, and it's almost like Allie's using her own insecurities to bully other people. Like, oh, yeah. this is what she's insecure about, so she's going to actually turn it around. And she's like, Emily, what was that? Why did you do that? And Emily's like, I don't know. I just, and she's like, you what? What? I'm not gay, Emily. I like boys. And if I'm kissing you, it's probably because it's practice for the real thing. And Emily's 
obviously hurt and starts to walk away. And Allie goes, where are you going? You're my ride, remember? Oh, my God. Allie, don't and you want to, like, call an Uber? Because I would feel uncomfortable at this point. And then Emily stays. Poor thing. It makes me so sad. So sad. Then. It's not back to the present moment. Oh, God. We got so much back and forth. My God. The power has officially gone out. It's, you know, obviously there's this tornado watch going on outside. And Emily starts hearing things, and it's unclear. It could be the thunder, could be somebody roaming around the library just willy-nilly knocking books off the shelves. And she gets up, and she leaves the letter on the ground. And her bag. She leaves everything. Yeah. I just think if I were going to bring one thing with me, it would be the letter (laughs) that I didn't want anyone to find. Absolutely. Like, hello? So she goes, she circles like, Two bookshelves looking for someone. Doesn't find anyone. She gets book back. falls on her head. Yes, yes. She, maybe she's she's like extra concussed now. <laughs> she cannot get to break her no. head. Head safety. Am I right? No, oh seriously, guys. Please get your heads checked. Okay. You made it like not fun anymore when you said that. I just want everybody to be careful. I'm over here talking about dodgeball and head safety. And you're like, I have lesions on my head. I didn't say those words. You put words in my mouth. So Emily gets back to the original, like, aisle of the library she was in. And she's like, where's the letter? And to (laughs) no one's surprise, the letter's gone. And her bag. All right, Ella barges into a storage room in Rosewood High. And who does she meet in there? Ezra. Ezra freaking Fitz. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just am going to refer to him like that from now on. Ezra freaking Fitz. Ezra freaking Fitz. The tongue twister. Ezra freaking Fitz. Ezra freaking Ezra. Ezra, 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 freaking. <laughs> it's like also like a rap. It's like whatever you want it to be. It's actually like a choose your own adventure kind of saying. <laughs> so anyway, she walks in. She's looking for first aid kits. She's looking for snacks. They've got some, quote, jangled nerves out there. And she reintroduces herself to Ezra. Y'all have already met. And it was it wasn't like you just like met at open house. Like, yeah. You guys watched a film. You watched a film together. And Ella's like, well, I guess we kind of half met in the dark at the film it's like no you fully met outside of the theater in broad daylight and like basically shook hands so you guys aren't strangers but okay imagine how uncomfortable Ezra Fitz must be and and are those feelings of fear and worry and and whatever you're feeling right now Ezra are those telling you that maybe you're doing something wrong (laughs) you're doing something you shouldn't be doing probably I don't know hopefully so they end up getting to a point where Ella's like okay so have you noticed anything weird going on with Aria she okay we've got some stuff going on at home and she completely overshares about her and Byron always that's the Montgomery way yeah that is they think everybody wants to know Ezra's like I've actually heard way too much about this thank you yeah well Ezra's like she seems okay and Ella's like she like has tears fully in her eyes she's like well that's the thing like when Arya is having a tough time she shuts you out and you could die of frostbite and it's like actually I think Arya's perfectly comfortable talking about her feelings Mm -hmm. oversharing her feelings well Ella would say that because Arya's completely been avoiding her this week she's like blown her off Ezra's like wait really (laughs) because Arya can't stop hounding him with various methods of communication and then they get to this really really odd part where Ella says I'm so glad Arya has you in her life right now it's the in her life that kills me it's like I'm really glad Arya's in your class or Arya got to have you as your teacher this at this time in yeah. her life but like I don't know if I would say any of my teachers were like a part of my life yeah well to say about a girl student to her cute young who's only guy been at teacher the school for like uh, two months yeah 
that like I'm glad she has you is just inappropriate. And Ella should know that. And Ella should know that. Hannah is really like not letting this Maya thing go. <laughs> no, it's like, girl, like sometimes allies can take a break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Take sometimes your ally the, hat off for a the minute. the best allies are the ones that are just like. Silently there. Just like you were earlier when you said when she wants to talk, she will. Yeah. But Hannah approaches Emily because Emily is just now getting into the locker room. And Hannah's like. Listen, Emily, if you were hooking up with Maya last night, <laughs> you can tell Spencer and Aria. She says it so loud. Yeah. In the locker room. Oh my God. Emily's is. like, um, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and she's Hannah's like, like, why? Yeah. She's like, they're it's not like I freaked out or whatever. It's not like I fell apart. It's like, okay. So, anyways, still not the place. It's like, do you not remember, time. remember the comment Aria yeah. made? Oh my two god. Hello. Ago. Also, like the entire student body is in this very room, and it's an echoey room by design. So I think maybe we could like actually put a pin in this. And luckily, for once, we're saying thank you to Officer Wilden. We won't be in two seconds. Don't no. worry, everybody. He's like, Emily, I think we found something that belongs to you. Can you come with us? And of course, that means all the other liars have to spring into action too. Spencer literally like leaps up to go. <laughs> She's like, oh, guys, come on. Like you guys actually weren't <laughs> invited. You weren't invited. So you're on the list. But I'm actually invited everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, Aria's like, no, there's nowhere I'm not invited. <laughs> Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I kind of want to die after that scene. It's oh my like God. actually so hard to watch. They walk into the library and Wilden says, I think this is your bag. Is it your bag? Emily confirms it is her bag. The other liars are not far behind. And Wilden's like, Emily, like I know you were there. And he pulls up photos of her at the memorial the night before. Weeping. Weeping. And and it, it's kind of obvious to me that like she's not the one who damaged it if we really look at these photos because she's like holding pieces of the memorial. Yeah. She looks devastated. Like, you know, we know it was her idea. Why would she do this, right? And then he pulls out of her bag all the little figurines from the birdbath, <laughs> which Emily, like this is what I can't get past in the show. Every time they have like a piece of contraband, they feel like they have to carry it around with them everywhere. Don't bring it to school. Hide it under your bed. At school, they can literally search your locker if they want to. If they want to come to your home, they need a warrant. And it's like Pam Fields doesn't think you lie, so like yeah. things are pretty safe there. She's I'd, not going to search say. your room. Like and Wilden pulls these figurines out of Emily's bag, and Arya immediately is like, "Oh my god, she did it! Oh uh, my god, she did I it!" I know. Guys. And Arya's like, "I need to make it very clear that I was not involved." Emily, why do you have those? <laughs> <laughs> because I said that, he knows I didn't know about And then this. Hannah goes, you put those there, you creep. Yeah, he goes, Emily would never do that. It was her idea. Again, Hannah. You rock. Hannah being the good friend, Arya is like, why do you have those? Like, <laughs> accusing her. And Hannah's like, Arya, shut the fuck up. Like, it's, she didn't do it. So then, the pièce de résistance. I don't think we can call it that. Well, it's like the final this ingredient. This is like And what makes this scene so horrible Wilden has the letter and he pulls it out and he's like waving it around in their faces. He's like so excited. Yes. He's, he's, it's so sick. Like it's, he's getting this like sick kind of joy out of it. And he's like, why didn't you tell them? Why didn't you tell them what was in the letter? And Spencer's like, Emily, what was in the letter? And he's like, tell them about how you were so mad at Allie for rejecting you. And it pans to the girls and they're like, rejecting? Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird word. And then he says it again. He's like, you wanted her dead. You were so happy at her funeral because she couldn't humiliate, humiliate you, you anymore. She turns to the girls and he literally forces her to basically come out to the girls. 
which is criminal in my opinion. Like this is awful. And she looks at the girls and she has to say like, I was at the memorial last night because I wanted to apologize for basically writing that letter, which it's weird that. They're like, there are horrible things in that letter. And like Caroline and I read as much of it as we could. And there wasn't that much missing. And it's like in the last sentence, did you like, confess right. to killing her Did like you say, i feel like i'm gonna murder you tomorrow like <laughs> like literally what do you mean there were horrible things like you just expressed your feelings and that's not really horrible and she ends up telling the girls i loved Allie as more than a friend and i just didn't get the chance to tell her in the right way and shay mitchell really does deliver this quite yeah, beautifully her, her best acting yeah it's, it's so heartbreaking but i have to say <laughs> aria is like huh she's like looking around like she's bewildered she, by this she's news. she's like looking at Spencer and Hannah like, did you guys like, hear did that? You guys, did you guys, she say she's gay? She say she's gay? <laughs> <laughs> like Aria can't <laughs> believe it. And Aria's like probably flashing back. Oh my God, I said that Samantha Ronson because she only thinks about herself. But like in this case, it's a good thing because she's like, oh shit, I said that. I don't know if you watched Selling Sunset, but Maya at the reunion, when we find out that Chrishell is um, in a relationship with a non-binary person, Maya's face she I mean it it's like keeps she's going her she's like looking at her, she's like what it's like she's doing calculus in her head the, it's like that meme of the girl with like yeah. the math equations yes. like in the air and she's like huh yes it's that tied with the the guy the white guy blinking yes yes Arya is giving that exact same she's like, energy oh guys I will post a pic it's I just wow but anyway we are saved by Mrs. Hastings entering the and room her and her white she's scarf not she's delivering happy. Olivia Pope she is delivering the white flag of justice is that what it is white hats the white hat of justice yes olivia po- i didn't know you watched scandal i'm I learning never, so much about i you. never finished it you better it was my comfort show freshman year she's like what's going on here i'm glad i came back to the school emily why are you crying and spencer just makes no freaking bones about it she goes he just accused her of killing allison <laughs> like okay in so many words like i don't we just jumped the gun a little bit and and mrs hastings is not not having any of this and she she goes hold it hold it you are interrogating minors without an adult present anything you they just said is inadmissible in court and like what do you think you're doing where do you um what century yeah what century are you in he's like and he says ma'am i have a homicide to solve and she says not anymore you don't you're done you're done you're done you're done and she is just blowing his shit up and we love to see it and honestly like wow what a redeeming moment for mrs hastings we really did need this from her like at this point in the show we've haven't had like a million reasons to love her no but she came into the scene ready to fight for her character her mama there and for the girls like she's got their backs well we are just getting tearjerker after tearjerker in the end of this episode Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. If you just woke up from the dead, <laughs> she's like, oh, yes. Yes. Uh, um, so the exam was canceled. SATs, we're done. All the kids are very much like rock and roll. This is awesome. Hannah's like, now we get two nights to study <laughs> instead of just one. No, she's going to actually use last night. Like, I've already studied. Yeah, she's like, I literally, like I said, all night one night. Like, I can't like do it month, anymore. Like a My month brain ago. is too full. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we got to Spencer at her locker. Her mom's there. They're like kind of getting ready to go. Spencer has some very off brand butterfly magnets <laughs> in her locker. Look like, 
they don't look like something you necessarily bought at like a five below like it looks like something she made on like a cricket machine it also don't throw shade at i'm the not no, no no that's not what i mean but like that's not very spencer to be like well, no well, i gotta make my butterflies on my cricket you machine know, for my locker when i think of spencer i also think of like wednesday adams <laughs> and it's the kind of energy where like if she saw a butterfly let alone a pastel butterfly the butterfly's wings would fall off and it would just like fall to the ground and if it didn't she'd grab it out of the air with her fist yes. and just like scrunch it up and then throw it on the she'd ground look at it and it would just like burst into flames <laughs> like yeah that's just and like i love Sp- and we know that i love spencer I just think of her this way. And so I'm confused. I'm like, did you swap lockers with somebody? It's like, is this the reason? right locker? Yeah. Are you actually the wrong locker? Anyway. She's getting ready to go. And she's like kind of on the prowl. That's she's the wrong looking word. For she's her just man. looking for Alex. And um, Veronica Hastings is like, who are you looking for? And Spencer's like, Alex. And she's like, you know what? Tell me what's going on. Because I'm not sitting in the car in awkward silence with you. Like, what went down between you and Alex? They move into, like, a, a classroom, which, again, why? Why didn't you just go home? Why didn't you You're go home? You're both going there. Why didn't you get in the car to talk about it? Why are none of the classroom doors locked? All these questions running through my mind. And they walk in, and Spencer's like, oh, my God, it requires closing a door. And you know Spencer thinks they fucked. Oh, what no. do you think Spencer would do if, like, that was what her mom's like, listen, I was wasted one weekend, <laughs> and we had sex. I, I <laughs> you, she's speechless i actually don't know because you're like, stunned that is like your mom telling you that she's a criminal yeah a well i mean but that's like something that's pretty normal in spencer's life corruption of a minor is like something she's seen before <laughs> so anyway that's not what happened we actually get kind of like a, a really dark and like sad story from mrs hastings yeah so melissa peter and spencer went to new york for a weekend and mrs hastings stayed back she said it was because of work but we learned that she was at the club all weekend so i love she... it you're on a first name basis with mr hastings me and Pete. melissa peter and spencer <laughs> <laughs> oh oh okay yeah, it's just because i'm like in love and <laughs> so she goes to something in the morning we'll figure out what that is in just a sec hold your horses Oh, she gets, she gets, she goes, she goes to the club. She sits at the bar. There's not a soul in sight, she says. And she orders a sidecar and another and another. She gets wasted. She's walked through a trellis and can't find her shoes. Yeah. And so she tells us like Friday she got wasted. Sunday she was hungover. Saturday she literally doesn't remember anything. And when she was walking through the trellis, she lists... Alex kind of found her and he listened to her talk. She kind of poured her heart out and then he got her a cab. And basically what we're learning is something we already knew that Alex is a freaking sweetheart and we love him. And we find out that the reason she was so upset is she had a doctor's appointment where she had a lump removed from her breast and nobody knows, not even Mr. Hastings. I'm still going to call him Mr. Hastings because it's like a sign of respect. Um, <laughs> and I was taught to have respect for my elders. It's actually gifted an etiquette book, famously. So um, <laughs> We all got that. You have that book? Yeah, we all have one. Wait a second, maybe I'm thinking of a different book. I don't think you... You have that book? No, we... <laughs> Caroline just gestured with her fingers approximately seven inches I'll post a picture of the book. Yeah, it's like it could be used as a weapon. It's so heavy. Um, so we learned that it's it's really, really sad. Um, but we know she's okay. She's not sick anymore. And she actually gives Spencer her blessing. And she says Alex is a really good guy and don't let him get away. She's so, huge. Love that for her. Melissa, 
You can try as hard as you want, but you'll fail. Alex and Spencer are endgame. Damn. <laughs> Me who knows perfectly well that. I love that on the last episode, I'm going to be able to use that sound bite. <laughs> we like go through. I wish that like, I love Alex right Maybe now. Maybe in like an alternate universe they end up together. I don't want their relationship to fail. So we're wrapping things up over at the Marin household. Thank, Thank God. God. <laughs> Jinx. You can't talk the rest of the episode. That's typical. Oh, wow. She just immediately broke the jinx. <laughs> All right. She learned nothing. The power comes back on and they realize that the permission slip already sent. And what's so symbolic, there's a, there are a few moments of symbolism in this scene. And one is when the lights do come back on. And in the light of day, <laughs> Ashley and Byron kind of they think better that, about like, what's everything happening Everything they've there. been saying has been absolutely ridiculous. In- inappropriate. Yes. Byron so, actually doesn't immediately learn because he goes, no. so I'll see you at dinner well at, on saturday it at starts seven. with he's like oh my gosh thank you so much i will drive carpool every day this week i will take hannah to school every single day and i will see you for dinner on saturday they both realize kind of that oh, okay actually it's really stupid idea and it was fun when the power was out for a little bit to like think about that but there's no way we can go to this dinner together and it gets very awkward byron goes to leave ashley goes bye and he goes yeah <laughs> oh I my hate god when people do that. i would like feel like i just got slapped in the face if he said that <laughs> he leaves and she holds up the little like tea light and just blows it out Ooh, yeah girl symbolism blow it the fuck out and don't ever think blow about it, it out again. and then actually throw the candle into like the crick and then like move <laughs> and then actually <laughs> the move to a different country yeah maybe iceland so what's kind of nice about this episode is everyone's story is sort of just like tying up nicely with a little bow it seems like the powers come on and all of our issues are resolved for the moment and and how nice don't get used to it but it's actually the end of the show pretty little liars so thank you guys for sticking out with us this was um, so fun what a journey we've been on wow (sighs) well so here's what happens um aria she's like just got the hots for nolcon now and she goes up to him in the hall and she's like hey i think we should have that date date and he's obviously pumped and he's like okay how about friday and Arya turns. She looks down the hall. She sees her mother having a conversation with someone. And she's moved by this and says, I, <sighs> I think I'm having dinner with my mom on Friday, but Saturday or something. She is so melodramatic. I know. It's just like, what changed, Arya? Like, what happened between you and your mom? She decided she was going to, like, I don't know, be, nor- be a I don't kid. Know, I, be normal. I literally don't know. I don't know. It's like, I feel like sometimes it rains and then she's, like, just a different <laughs> person. Anyway, so that's what happens with Aria. We then skip over to Spencer, who Spencer, like, bombards Alex in the hall with these dramatic kisses. It's insane. Dead center of the hallway. Dead center. The hallway. The only hallway. Yeah, it's, it's like. And I, he goes, what's that for? And she goes, I can't tell you. It's a secret. I just love them so much, though. Oh, like, I'm in love. They're such a good couple. It's really. I feel like every time I see them, I'm walking on air. Walking on air. <laughs> but that's what sucks about like in the in the first season of a show is usually like the relationships that are happening are not the ones that last. Like usually, a, especially a seven season show where there's a five year time jump. Yeah. In the end. So it's oh like, oh my god, ugh. I didn't even think I knew that. Girl, you better strap the fuck in. <laughs> oh my god. This show is going to take years off of your life. So let me move over to Emily, who seems like super at peace and like kind of happy about what's happened. Honestly, like, I feel like that's fair. It does make sense. Yeah. I mean, she's she's free. I mean, Wilden did the work for her. Right. She's like, okay, they know. 
and that's not us defending Bolden. He fucking sucks, and he can die. No, no, no. True. Yeah, he can die. Is right. It's out there, and guess what? The world didn't fall apart. And like Hannah was right. She said, "I didn't fall apart. Honestly, Aria like, didn't either." Like, as soon as she told them, the tornado stopped. Like, yeah. Did, oh my god. Wow. Wait, Emily. Maybe her inner turmoil was manifesting itself as a tornado. And then we get Hannah, and I was like, "What the hell is Hannah's story?" Be? <laughs> but it has to do with fucking Lucas. And he comes up, and he's like, "Hey, thank you so much. I don't know what you said to Mona, but she didn't bully me for the past two hours, and like." Thank you. And Hannah goes, you don't have to thank me. And he goes, yeah, I do. Which, again, was just, cute. It grosses me out. Okay, but the next line does gross me out because Hannah goes, no, <laughs> I'm your friend, geek. And then she, she walks like, away. She struts away and he, he turns around so dramatically and he goes, Hannah? Hannah? <laughs> oh, my God. Lucas, don't do like, this. At first, no, but, like, here's the thing. I do think, like, we're, we're immediately, like, oh, my God, do not tell her that you're in love with her. No, I know. I think he's going to say, because then the camera pans down to his shoes. He's clearly the one that destroyed yeah. the the memorial. So I think he's probably going to confess that. But we're meant to believe at first. It's like, I'm in love with you. And then it pans down to the shoes. And we're like, ooh, because they look a lot like Emily's shoes looked. Um, we don't know why he did it, but. It's it's pretty much pretty much a given at this point. But now we get a pretty stellar A scene. Oh this my is gosh, about, this is like this is pivotal. Yes, this is a big moment because this A scene is really built upon and becomes like a major component in the story from here on out. I know you want to kiss me. I know you want to kiss me. It's this video of Allie that literally like, this whole video plays in my head now like a song because it's been in so many episodes. <laughs> and it's also like I just can never get over the fact that she's. 14 14 and that also like i can't get over it also like who the fuck took this video that's what i'm saying like i would be like what why the would fuck you film videotape like but i mean obviously creepy Ali's like man. oh my god yeah i love the camera creepy get men that are not in short supply in rosewood and this like flash drive is playing this tape on a laptop black gloved hand pulls the flash drive out puts it into a big envelope and it's going to be sent to the Rosewood Police Department. So clearly evidence and in the video, Allie's wearing the yellow tank top. So we can assume it's from the night that she died. Rock and roll. What an episode. What an episode. So up. let's look ahead to next week. All right, so next week we're going to be recapping. Oh my God, we're going to be at our 10th episode. Oh my God, y'all. So next week we'll be recapping season one, episode 10, and it's called Keep Your Friends Close. And Phoebe read the synopsis the discovery of a new piece of evidence about allison's disappearance brings the fbi to town we're big leagues now (laughs) and the last thing the girls want to do is go glamping parentheses glam style camping parentheses (laughs) for a birthday party and whose birthday party do you guys think it's gonna be m-o-n-a m-o-n-a yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the song that plays at the party. Yeah, that's actually like her theme song. She had it written for for her party. Aria wrote it. Aria and Noel. Oh, they're going to perform it. their gift to her. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode nine of the Pretty Little Podcast. We'll see you next week.